Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the show. This is the Inside Connection. Dr. Craig Martin coming to you live from Los Angeles on this beautiful Christmas week. Christina Martin, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me once again. A nice little holiday show or Christmas Eve Eve. As you like to so call exciting. It. Yeah, a jolly so exciting. time. I love mm. this time. I love this time. Me the, too. Um, yeah, we have, I think, some um, movement in the planets that's quite nice as far as the alignments that we've been seeing. Um, certainly, uh, everyone was talking about the Christmas star, which happened this past Monday, and how auspicious that was. So I thought we would say just a little something about that. That was the alignment of Saturn and Jupiter going into the sign of Aquarius. They both actually changed sign at pretty much the same time as the actual alignment. So that was very auspicious. And for me, it's heralding in a a very um, Aquarian time, something about brotherhood and humanitarianism and generosity and especially egalitarianism, the, the hope that all people are equal and that we can work towards an equality amongst all of us, something that's very uh, akin to the sign of Aquarius and something that's in alignment with Aquarian belief systems is what's called egalitarianism, the, the equality of all people. And certainly like the United States Constitution was written under those principles, right? That all men are created equal. The, and um, that's some of the beauty of the country that we live in is that we are a collaboration of people from all over the world, uh, different races, different religions, different ethnicities, and that we represent the Aquarian ethos, the idea that all of us in this country, no matter where it is that we're from, race, religion, or ethnicity, uh, that we're all a part of the same equal rights that everyone else who lives here has. Something really nice. Yeah, really beautiful. I I love that. And you can kind of feel it. Um, I mean, I, I certainly feel it just with the distillation process that we kind of went through this past year and how, you know, we can move forward kind of together. I mean, it, you know, I, th- there was a little bit of that feeling after 9-11 even like, you know, obviously it was a very painful time, but after the pain, we can come together more. And I think that's part of Aquarius too, is that community feel that, uh, you know, acceptance and even if you don't necessarily agree with somebody. So really, really beautiful. And I think too, with Saturn, you know, the sign of structure, we can put a little bit of structure and foundation into that, um, you know, in, back and in, from our constitution, get it set up for us to move forward that way. Cause that's going to be the best way I think to, to get out there, make everybody feel accepted, important. I think that's great. I think, yeah, the, the possibilities for, for us to, um, really embrace the brotherhood of the time and Mm -hmm. the the spirit of the season and then that the planets are actually aligning in a beautiful way for us to have that right now 
So we still have Venus in Sagittarius. We have a couple of planets in Capricorn. In fact, Mercury and the Sun are conjunct still. Mercury passed the Sun uh, last week during the alignment. It was actually right. They were kind of right on top of each other. And um, so we have Mercury and the Sun conjunct in Capricorn. And um, Mars still in Aries, hanging on there and moving kind of slowly still been in Aries for months and months and months and now it's going to be going into Taurus within the next couple of weeks so the Mars will finally be changing sign and that's also something exciting as I had said when we have the um, inauguration uh, you and I will do a chart for the new administration and the inauguration of the new administration and Mars will definitely be in Taurus by then. So Mm -hmm. there's certainly good signs for things moving in the right direction. Um, I know that we had posted that we were going to be doing some readings tonight. There is one person who's waiting in the um, waiting room to talk to us. If you'd like to call in and get a reading tonight for anyone who is listening on the live show, the guest call-in number is 213-943-3585. If you call 213-943-3585 and we have time, Christine and I are going to be happy to look at the chart and give you a reading. So let's see. Hello. Christmas music. Hi, it's it's Dr. Craig, and you're listening to the Inside Connection Live. Area code nine four one. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi. So let me just open up the astrology software for you, and what I'll mm-hmm. be able to do is put in um, your birth information. So tell me your first name again. Akisha K E I S H A. Yes, sir. Okay, great. And so your birthday is one twenty nine, nineteen seventy seven. Have you ever had your chart read before? Yeah, a while ago. Okay. Yeah. Do you know happen to know your birth time? Sure, eleven twenty five p.m. Perfect. I love someone who knows their birth time mm-hmm. and your birthplace. Uh, what a nearest would be Raleigh, North Carolina. Raleigh. Yes. No, Raleigh, North Carolina. My grandfather lived in Willow Springs. Oh, that's cute. Oh, it's like <laughs> right there on the outskirts, like right there. It's in Willow it's like Springs. Yeah, it's a cute. It is. Town. It's on the outskirts, and he lived. He, yeah. He lived there all his life. So oh, let's okay. see. Um. Raleigh, North Carolina. Okay, let me read your birth information back to you. January the 29th, 1977, mm-hmm. 11 25 mm-hmm. p.m., Raleigh, North Carolina. Yes. Okay, great. Perfect. So um, just the first thing that really jumps out at me is that your sun is in Aquarius, your moon is in Gemini, and your rising sign is Libra. So you have a grand trine in air in your chart. And um, usually that means that someone is a really amazing communicator um, and has all the gifts of being able to communicate. Do you see that, Christina? So nice. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely communicative and curious. And you know, wants to share and talk. Do you do you Friendly. feel that to be true? Yeah. 
yeah. friendly, humanitarian. You know, your son is in the fourth house, which means that you do have a domestic quality about you. You like nostalgia. Like and so even as home. an Aquarius, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. great. So you like family and nostalgia and yeah. homemaking. You love to be able to have friends over, which has been so hard during the coronavirus, right? Um, I actually have my moon in Aquarius in the fourth house. You have your sun in Aquarius in the fourth house. So I kind of understand the need for um, domestic life and being able to feel like you've got space to be kooky and do whatever it is that you want to be able to do at home. It's nice. Very nice. Um, your Venus is in Pisces and that means that you're very sensitive. So with all the air, um, you have actually a strong placement in, in feelings and sensitivity and art and empathy and connection to others. So you may sometimes battle the, you know, going back and forth between feeling a little distant and not wanting to be too emotional and then being very emotional. So that's been something I'm sure that you've been working on all your life. And um, it's interesting that you're calling us tonight because what's going to be happening this year is that you're getting ready to have what's called the midlife crisis. So not that we use the word crisis too loosely. It just means that you're going to be going through the midlife change. So just sort of like... um, we go through a change when we're like 14 and 15 years old. We go through a change Mm -hmm. when we're like 41 or 42 years old. So what do you think about that midlife crisis, Christina? It's a Uranus and Taurus in the seventh house ruling the fifth and also Uranus square the sun ruling the 11th. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Definitely going to be about your creative creativity and your, legacy what you're uh working you know what you kind of want your Mm -hmm. a little bit of like life statement to be working out you know the exteriorization of what you love putting it out there into the world that's um i see that definitely is a a part of um, either that or you're going to unexpectedly have another baby No, I am expecting a baby, but I don't know. Are I you? And I, don't have oh. a, I don't have a partner, but I don't have there a partner. There we go. So, and I'm not pregnant now, so uh, I don't know. But I wouldn't mind having a baby, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's but nice. I do, oh, like you said, it's a change of life for ladies, so I don't know. <laughs> Well, no, it's just one of the possibilities because you're trying to navigate whether that's something that you really want to do and really want to have. And so if it's something that you really want to do and really want to have, then you're going to be able to make that happen this year. You understand? Like it's, it's going to be disruptive, but it's something that can definitely come to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, other things that you might experience might be some changes at work where if you have any positions of leadership at work, mm-hmm. do you do any teaching or how are you communicating at work? In what way are you using like your language skills? You're not teaching, writing? I'm not doing in- anything right now. Nothing. I, yeah. I just started an online store because this is the COVID and it looks like everything is about to shut down again. Got it. It does. But what you want to do is you want to start promoting that online store and talking about it by blogging or also by doing Mm -hmm. video. 
So you want to, you want to promote yourself. You want to get out on social media. You want to set up because as moon and Gemini, sun and Aquarius, Mm -hmm. you need to get, you need to use the sales gift. You know, you've got a sales Mm -hmm. gift. So you got to believe in your store and you got to get out there and promote it. Okay. 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 Really nice to talk to you tonight. Nice talking to you as well. Thank you so All much. All right. God bless Thanks you. for sure. listening to the show. Merry Christmas, right. and we'll talk to you again Merry sometime. Christmas. Okay, Thank bye-bye. Okay. Talk to you later. That was really sweet. She was really mm-hmm. sweet. There's some more. I'm sure she's still going to hang out and listen, and there's plenty of things that you can say about someone's chart, you know? Like, mm-hmm. she has all that strong air in her chart, which just goes along with community, communication, learning. I mean, her online store looks good. It looks good. It's definitely something that she can invest in and then expect some kind of return from, you know, especially with Uranus and Scorpio in the first house and the identity Mm -hmm. of attracting money from others. That's what I was thinking too. The values part of it is is definitely going to be important to figuring out what, you know, she values and going through kind of a revolution of um, what's valuable to her. Absolutely. Excellent. Excellent. So um, we were going to look also at a couple of people's charts, people who we thought were in the news lately and people who we love. One of them is Dr. Anthony Fauci. You guys know who he is because he's the amazing um, um, virologist, epidemiologist, studying diseases is what that means. And his birthday is tomorrow. My goodness. And dude's going to be 80. Oh my gosh! Tomorrow, yeah, he was great. Dude's going to be eighty. December twenty fourth, nineteen forty, is his birth information, and that little guy is going to be eighty. So God bless him. And I thought, you know, he he has um, Aquarius rising. I really like that because that had to do with sort of his more eclectic and. uh, you know, sort of his, his sort of that he's different, you know, he's out yeah, there he's, and he, he's and he's a little, and he's, he's a little rebellious too, which is also, Aquarius. he is, he's a little different and that's kind of exciting. And also because his, his natal Uranus is in, um, is in Taurus in the third right. house. So there's a practical and values and all of that. And as a ruling planet, it made sense to me. I also mm-hmm. liked having him have Scorpio at the midheaven because he really had to stand in the fire of um, Donald mm-hmm. Trump's BS, I want to say, and, <laughs> um, and have to deal with that and, 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 and endure what must have been for him, for this kind of a professional man dealing with an epidemic spreading throughout the country, and he's trained for this all his life, and mm-hmm. then he's dealing with that level of ineptitude and just must have driven him crazy. So you can see the, you know, the the different things in his chart, like Uranus conjunct Saturn that he had Uranus conjunct Saturn this year, Uranus in opposition to the moon, the way Mm. that he emotionally had to deal with everything that he saw coming down and what he had to let go of suddenly as a part of his values, because he did take the high road. I have to commend Dr. Fauci for taking the high road. He never 
there was this other woman that was in there and she was more like a, you know, a butt kisser. Um, mm. Deborah, Deborah Burks, I think was her name. And, you know, you could see that she was, she was, you know, kissing some butt and that she wasn't doing her job for the people. Fauci mm-hmm. always had to bite his tongue. He did. He knew he had to, or he was going to get mm-hmm. thrown out. And so what he was trying to do was, um, you know, do the best job he could under the circumstances and, and managing right. political people when you're a scientist is kind of crazy to begin with, but oh my have gosh, to commend so Fauci. So that's why I say Scorpio at the midheaven, because it gave him the poise Plus, also, he has Pluto and Leo in the sixth, which also gives him the fame, the public fame. Sure. So I like sure. I like giving him Aquarius rising, and I like the the energy of uh, Uranus and Taurus as the ruling planet because of the values and the sort of staid and, you know, metered kind of thing. But it, Aquarius rising gives him a public personality as well. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I was going to say, too, that extra, I mean, being a, you know, Christmas Eve baby, he's a Capricorn, too. So he's got his son in Capricorn. So there's another notch to his hat of being staid and being stable and being the authority figure that we know him to be. And then Mercury and Sagittarius, I mean, you know, that's a little bit more blunt. That's a little bit more knowing of the truth. Um, yeah, it's interesting that you can make a prediction. He's going to have to have uh, Neptune square his Mercury this year, um, mm-hmm. which will be interesting mm-hmm. and kind of confusing. You know, one mm. of the things I think one of the things I think that they might put an investigation in, you know, with everything that could be investigated about Donald Trump, the one thing I think they might investigate is the coronavirus response all the way through sure. to now all the way through to post-election lack of federal leadership and all these people dying. I mean, the the disease is crazy. It's on fire in our country. And it will be interesting to see, for instance, if Fauci gets thrown under the bus or he Mm -hmm. feels he needs to lie, Mm -hmm. where his mercury this year is going to put Anthony Fauci in the hotspot for, um, having to lie or having to fabricate or having somebody lie about him. Hmm. Yeah. That's a tricky one to navigate. That'll be uh, tricky, but at least, you know, he doesn't, I mean, maybe it would, I'm sure he'll still be tied to Donald Trump, but he won't be under Donald Trump's administration. So no. maybe that'll be a little helpful. It will yeah. be. I'm talking about like going into 2021 this guy's going to be called to speak in some mm-hmm. way, or people will be speaking of him. Mm-hmm. And since he's already a very public figure, what will this Neptune square Mercury, right? I mean, you know, there's 300 and something thousand dead people and maybe 400 in the next 20 something days before Trump leaves office. Could be uh-huh. another 100,000 dead in one month at 3,000 per day. Yeah. Right. And so I don't think that though that that is going to be left uninvestigated. It should you know, be. like how it did it happen? Yeah. How did it happen that three hundred something thousand people died? So um, Fauci's going to be 
Fauci yeah. will be a part of that investigation. And on a little bit of a lighter note, I say, and I thought this was an amazing suggestion. Thanks for suggesting it. We love Dolly Parton, right? Yay. She stands she stands above the fray, and yet she is a political person, and she does have a political point of view, but she conveys it in the kindest, gentlest way. Dolly mm-hmm. Parton also going to have a birthday in the next one month. She's a Capricorn also. Mm-hmm. And she's going to be 75. So that's kind of amazing that, that Dolly Parton is is going to be, you know, getting up there, but that she's still such a driving force in our music and entertainment lives. Her personality, and according to the chart, is very interesting. As you were saying, there's some Michelle Obama overlay there, Capricorn Feel, in the yeah. fifth house. Tiger Woods also has Capricorn in the fifth house with Virgo rising. It, it's a personality. They, the theme between all three of them is that they're very invested in their careers. They're very invested in their reputation. They're very invested in the way that people see them. Right. Mm. So mm-hmm. whether it's well aspected or not, for instance, Dolly Parton's uh, Mercury, which is her ruler, is very well aspected back to her ascendant. So, yay. She's, you know, got a career where she is high functioning and her moon in Virgo in the 12th house. That's all about music, lyrics, mm. art. And what I would imagine, she's a very detailed and very particular fussy kind of artist. Yeah, I mean, you can kind of see that even the way, you know, even her fashion also, I think, or her look, we can even see that just in her appearance, how she, uh, you know, again, it is going back to how she wants to be viewed, what her reputation is. Venus and Capricorn definitely concerned with appearance being up, you know, up and up and conjunct the sun. So her reputation also has to be very feminine and she is right. She ah. has that femininity tells you that she gets yes. up. She doesn't even go to the kitchen without putting on high heels. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Such a lady yet. She has, you know, I like that, uh, her, her 10th house, that area of her career. It's, it's like has, Uranus right there. So there's something a little bit kooky or a little bit different. She's not your average, typical, like meek and mild little lady. She's a little bit, you know, I mean, she's sweet. She has that softness, but she's a little different. Uranus at the midheaven is beautiful. I love that. Uranian mm-hmm. Gemini energy that she's funny, mm-hmm. that she's lighthearted, that she knows how to lighten people up. And there's that egalitarianism again because Uranus rules Aquarius. And so she's bringing her communication of equality for all people out publicly. She's selling that to the public. I think it's interesting that she has retrograde Mars conjunct almost exactly a retrograde Saturn. Uh, We don't know anything about this about her, but she must have some very serious um, friendships, yeah, even in her life, mm. that she's had some older friends or some men who have been her friends, like men that are just friends for her. Um, Pluto and Leo in the eleventh house would indicate some very powerful, famous friends, but that Mars and Cancer, Saturn and Cancer in the eleventh would be friends, older men who have been very nurturing for her along the way in her life, and that she's felt safety there and also her ability to nurture her friendships. 
Mm. You got to love Jupiter in the second house. That's a lot of money. And what predictions do you see, Christina? Let's see. Let's take a look here. Well, she did just have that Christmas star right on her sun. So that's Mm. really beautiful. It gave her a Mm -hmm. little bit of shine there, some ego Mm -hmm. boost. And she's then, had a little fame and notoriety because she made a she made a kind of um, unconscious investment in Pfizer and prior oh, and right. and and she had given them money oh, basically as part yes. and ended up you know that she got some publicity as being somebody who had helped finance the vaccine. So <laughs> God bless Sally Parton. She's right there with all the good news. Yes. You know, it's yes, nice, nice really to have does. Jupiter. It's nice to have Jupiter square your Venus and square your sun. And if you got to have some squares yes. in your chart, it's really nice to have them be Jupiter squares. You know, she's just oh, bigger yes. than she's a bigger than life personality. Optimistic and generous and warm. And yes, all that Jupiterian action. She took yes. RuPaul down a peg or two the other day, too. She was. Did you see that? No. RuPaul said something to her. RuPaul said something to her about her wigs and this and that. And, and, and she said back to him, like, well, I'm not a drag queen. This is, this is me. It was funny. She just like read him because he sort of tried to diss her a little bit. And she just came right back with like, well, you see the difference between you and me is that you take all that off, but I never do because this is who I am. Oh, wow. Ooh. A little feisty. She burned him. Yeah, so <laughs> there fun. you go. Yeah, don't mess with, Gem- don't mess with Gemini at the midheaven. Oh, um, so cute, really nice. Well, Dolly yeah. Parton, you have Pluto conjunct your sat or your Venus this coming year. You have mm-hmm. a stationary Pluto conjunct your Venus, and you're going to be working with a high powered female in the industry, and you're going to do something that's going to create some notoriety and some fame for yourself. So be be cautious about who you partner with. You want to make sure that that person is not too manipulative and not too overbearing and controlling. But if you play your cards right, you're going to end up with a huge success by partnering on some kind of vehicle with that girl. And Merry Christmas to you too, Dolly, and happy birthday to you and to Anthony Fauci. Mm-hmm. So, neat. yeah, time flies when you're having fun, Christina. <laughs> it sure does. And when it's the holidays, it, even though we've gone through such a hard year, it feels like there's still some cheer. Cheer we there can is. bring to each other, even if we're just through the screens. I tell you, whether you're finding cheer in a box of cookies or a little glass of wine or whether you're finding cheer with a hug from your child or even your kitty cat jumping up in your lap, wherever you can find it, you find some cheer and you find it right now because we need it. We need to ring out this year like a bad sponge (laughs) 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 and get rid of it. You know, and the yes. only way to do that is to find joy and go into your new year with a lot of joy in your heart. That's for sure. The The New Year's chart is is pretty good. It actually is, um, I think, you know, not a bad chart. We normally would look at the, at the, at the New Year's chart for, um, uh, say, like New York or Washington, D.C., because that is our capital. So, you know, we would. Put it in. Put it in the chart as um, 01012021, uh, 
And of course, that's always at midnight, which is kind of crazy, right? Because it always puts the sun all the way down at the bottom of the chart. And um, and we can pick something like Washington because that's um, our capital. And um, for all of us personally, because the United States has multiple time zones, you can do the chart based on um, the time zone you're going to be in also. But generally for the nation, you would do a chart for New Year 0101 2021 at 12 a.m. in Washington, D.C., because that's the chart for our country. And um, and it's it's not a bad chart. I mean, it has its issues, but it's going to have Moon and Leo ruling the midheaven. So the United States will again be um, a focal point and center stage. And it has Libra rising. So that makes Venus the ruler and Venus and Sag. We're going to be reaching out to the international community and creating stronger relationships with people on an international level. Um, this has been a really nice year, Christina. I'm really excited for the work that we've done and the shows that we've done. And thank you so much for always being here with me and for agreeing to be the co-host on the show because it, your your insight and your contribution has been invaluable. And I really love having you here. Oh, that's so sweet. Well, I enjoy it so much. It's so, so much fun to talk about this, to play around with what we see, even if it's, you know, just clay. It's still um, using our critical minds and, um, you know, bringing a little bit of information out there. So thank you for having me. You're wonderful. Always, always. I'll I'll be seeing you again in the new year. So everybody, we're not going to have a show next week on Wednesday because we're taking time off from the show. And we're also not going to be doing a show on Wednesday, January the 6th. So for two weeks, we're going to be off and we'll see you three weeks from now on January the 13th when we'll be doing our New Year's show. We want you to know you can find us at sageofstars.com or sageofstars on Twitter and Facebook for readings or at the Los Angeles Astrology School if you would like to learn more information about learning how to do readings yourself. With that, I want to wish everybody a happy holiday and a happy new year. We look forward to seeing you again in 2021. Wishes, everyone. Good night. Good night now.